The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features ensure that you can take on any adventure. What kind of features? Well, how about the available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud? Or the standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together? How about available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone? We're always trying to think about those great spring and summer getaways, but with a car like the Hyundai Santa Fe, anywhere can be your next adventure. To learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe, go to HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Deep shot, looking for Alec Pierce. Come up and get him, he said. They said they needed to take shots. Desmond Ritter throws one up and Pierce makes a play for him. Here on the Hurry Up Hot Seat Countdown, we have gone on to now number 21. It's the Cincinnati Bearcats. And here, arriving into the room to discuss the Cincinnati Bearcats is Mr. Ben Kerchival. Ben, uh, it, it's good to talk to you again here on the, the Hurry Up Hot Seat. Let's, uh, let's jump right in on the Bearcats. We have hit multiple uh, group of five teams here in the back half of the countdown. This is the third American Athletic Conference team that we've discussed in the back half of the countdown. And for Luke Fickle, with the work that he's done at Cincinnati, uh, it would be easy to almost be like, good, job well done. But there's still some some humps to overcome. They, he Luke Fickle's yet to beat Memphis. Uh, Luke Fickle still wants to capture an American Athletic Conference championship as Cincinnati is sitting here going into this season, you know, where's your confidence and where are going to be the key points if Cincinnati is going to be able to take that next step after a couple of really impressive seasons uh, under Fickle? Well, back-to-back 11-win seasons, you know, 22-5 and five over the last two years. They've been there, like you mentioned, real close, haven't quite been able to, to get over that hump. You mentioned the losses to Memphis. I really drew the tough straw there. Back-to-back uh, road trips to the Liberty Bowl, end of regular last, uh, excuse me, end of the last regular season, and then in the AAC championship game, and both losses by like 15 combined points. Rarely been outclassed, always had a really good defense, good running game. For them, it's going to be about what kind of steps – does uh, Desmond Ritter take quarterback this year? And then also, where are they going to find the playmakers in the in the pass catching group? Their their best target, uh, Josiah DeGuara, third round pick, I think, for the Packers, and he was their leader with touchdowns. He had seven touchdown catches a year ago, but not just a, a great pass catcher for them, but also a really terrific athlete and a guy that they kind of moved around the field a little bit, real matchup nightmare type of dude at tight end. Uh, really not a traditional tight end, but you know a guy who you kind of put in, in a bunch of different roles. So they need someone or multiple people really to step up in that regard. How's their pass protection along the offensive line? But other than that, return a bunch of production on offense 
uh, even more so on defense. And I think that side of the ball is still going to be stout. It's just do they have to go out and try to win games 21-17? Or can they you know, score some more points? Because really their Achilles heel, you mentioned Memphis, but UCF a couple years ago, they went down to Orlando. It's just, you know, they had what they thought was a pretty good game plan. And then all of a sudden you, you realize speed kills. And those have been sort of their Achilles heel in terms of they haven't quite been able to overcome the really good teams that have excellent speed at the skilled player spot. So that is really that difference between having a good 10, 11 win season and making a New Year's Six Bowl. So we probably trust their defense to be really good. You you bring up their receivers. I had sort of forgotten. Yeah, Josiah DeGuar is gone. I'm not sure what else they have. I know Desmond Richards back at quarterback. But I, as when I think about Cincinnati, I think about, whoa, man, they, they lost Michael Warren, their workhorse running back. Wait a second. 260 <laughs> carries last year. Yeah. Uh, is, is, is their confidence – do you have confidence in what mm. they have coming back at running back? I think I have confidence that they will be able to fill it in in the aggregate. Uh, Desmond River is going to take some of those carries. He's done it the past couple of years. He'll continue to be a threat with his legs. So you can designate a certain amount per game with him. They've got a kid, Jerome Ford, who's coming in. He was part of uh, – well, he signed with Alabama a couple of years ago. Uh, obviously wasn't you know, much of an impact player there. Uh, but they're hoping that he's able to come in. And if he's not really the primary back, I, I think he would be one of those guys who comes in as a complimentary piece. Uh, I think that the guy who would be most likely to take over uh, Warren's carries, or at least a, a bulk of them, is uh, Jared Dokes. Uh, he was, I think he had maybe about 100 carries or so a year ago. He was sort of just their their second option. Uh, but he's battled some injury issues. So, Yes, Cincinnati is a run-first offense. They like to pound the ball, control the clock, do all that. Uh, I think they have some options where they'll be able to fill it in. Warren was just – he was just beefy back, right? I mean, you just – you hand it to him and you let him go on like an ISO and just let him go do his things and grind it out. Uh, I don't know necessarily that they have that type of player, but I think they have enough where – the running game is still going to be the bread and butter of what they do. But again, I, I I think when you don't have the guy who can just fall forward for three yards, if you really need that from him, uh, you're going to have to have something over the top to kind of balance that out. And I, that's what I don't know if Cincinnati has. Perry Young, uh, Brian Wright are both gone. We There has been a, a great confidence that we have for Luke Fickle and the Cincinnati staff and the way that they've developed in his first recruiting class. He's, he's done a lot also on the recruiting trail to really heighten their profile there. The They're going to be gone. Do we, Are we just sort of taking some of those assumptions that I think Luke Fickle's probably earned and ascribing that to who are going to be some of the big names on the defensive side of the ball? Do you have any notion about who are going to be some of those uh, maybe juniors and seniors or younger players make an instant impact that are going to be more household names in the American Athletic Conference conversation by midseason? Yeah, the guy who on offense who I think is has a chance to really step forward is Trey Tucker. Uh, he was freshman last year, played in all 14 games. He didn't really have a lot of 
you know, big games as far as stats were concerned. I, I would say his impact was probably greater felt in special teams than it was as a wide receiver. But he has the speed that we've just talked about, really that offense lacking in, in the vertical passing game or even someone who can take a, a ball and get a bunch of yards after catch. I, I think Tucker is one of those guys where it's not even just that he has the opportunity to step up. I think they need him to step up. He's got to be one of those guys where they really lean on and say, look, you you really got to have a big sophomore year. Um, so I, I think for on the offensive side, it's him. On defensive side, I think you're still really talking about a lot of veteran guys. I don't know that you're going to see maybe as many fresh faces step in on that side of the ball outside of like linebacker. Because, again, you mentioned Brian Wright being gone. I think you're going to maybe see some of those middle outside linebacker guys come in as, as fresher faces. But really, defensive line, uh, defensive secondary, those are a lot of familiar faces. And they got a lot of good ones. I mean, Elijah Ponder, all first team, uh, all ACC last year. Uh, really good defensive line. Michael Pitts, Curtis Brooks, all back. Defensive backfield. Uh, Derek Forrest is is back. Javon Hicks led the team with five interceptions. He may not even start. That's how deep they are in the defensive secondary. Mark Gardner is a shutdown corner. So uh, defensive side of the ball, probably more veterans. But again, if the offense, if there's any question about you know whether that side of the ball is going to need a little bit of time to to get together and, and develop you know that you can lean on that defense to probably win you some games. Who are you picking when they go to Nebraska? Oh, I'm picking Cincinnati. I know. Ooh. Yeah, go go with the Bearcats. I think they catch Nebraska at a really good time, I guess, as, as I would maybe qualify that. Uh, again, def- defense travels, they have a good one. I think they can, can slow that down. I, I – have lost a little bit of confidence in Martinez and, and whether he's the guy. I think, you know, there was a while there where Martinez probably lost some confidence in himself. And uh, and they that's a prove that's actually probably more of a prove it thing for Nebraska. Like, okay, you gotta prove that you're on this upper trajectory. And if you're gonna do that, you gotta be able to beat a, a pretty good team in Cincinnati that in in most years people feel like you should be able to beat, especially at home. So I think that's one of those you got to take care of it game. But I like Cincinnati in this one. I, you know, this is a veteran team. They've been around a few times. I, I think they go in there. I don't think it's pretty, but I think they find like a, you know, one of those like 22-17 games. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at like an, you're thinking it's like an 11-1 season. Well, it depends on what happens in the bounce house because you got to go to UCF and to Temple to close, and the UCF game is going to be the one that decides the division. So who do you yeah. got there? That'll probably take UCF. Mm. I'll probably and, and actually, you know what? I would even say te- as much as UCF in Orlando is going to be really tough for Cincinnati, I would almost say the follow-up game at Temple has that real letdown potential too. Sure. Yeah, I think that I think that's one. And even though you get Memphis at home, and I know that's going to be a revenge game for them, that's preceded by at SMU. They got a they got some studs returning there. At, at Tulsa is not even a gimme either. The road schedule is really, really difficult for Cincinnati. I don't know that I would peg 11 wins again. I, I think this schedule, even though they're a good football team, I think that schedule sets up more for like a 9-3. and three. He is Ben Kerchival. You can follow him on Twitter at Ben Kerchival. Ben, thank you very much. We will link back up again soon. Thank you. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.